This podcast is part of the GWC Network. For more information on it or to check out some of our other awesome podcasts, visit us at galacticwatercooler.com. After the tone, enjoy the show. Welcome to F This Week, podcast number 32, recorded live May 3rd, 2012. Your crew this week, I'm Chuck. With me here is Audra. Happy birthday, Juan! Even though it was two days ago, but I wanted to tell you that and I miss you so much. And Juan. Hello! How's it going? Not bad. It's going good here. Apparently today is Thoughtful Guy's birthday as well. Nice. I think Kier just had a birthday too, didn't he? We got a lot of people tonight. This is good stuff. We have the newlyweds in the house. Yay! Congratulations! Yeah. That is so awesome. Yes, it is. Uh, I saw those awesome pictures on Facebook. So badass. We've got a mildly drunk Casilda, or Dr. Casilda. We've got Nitwit, who is in the middle of a crazy thunderstorm, effing anyway. Nice. We've done that from here in the middle of a thunderstorm before. (laughs) On Twitter, we have RGA616 that says, listen to F This Week for the first time, GWC Live. All right. right. Yay, welcome. I wonder if that is uh, Perihelion or if it's someone else, because... Perihelion is with us in the chat, and I don't recognize that name. I hey. name sounds familiar. Yeah. Hey, Bit Shift is here. It's Nick. Welcome. So I got to ask, since uh, since Nick is here, and, and Nick always makes me think of Sherlock because of his awesome theories. Um, hang on, I'm logging back into the chat because it's screwed up. <laughs> it's screwed up, Audra? Yes. Womp, womp. It. <laughs> it screwed up. There we go. Yeah, since since Nick is here, um, did anybody else see? I know Gwen's dad did. I think. Did anybody else see the uh, the live stream last night? On it was on the PBS website. PBS Masterpiece did a live stream uh, with Benedict Cumberbatch and Stephen Moffat. And I'm so sorry, I can't remember her name, but I think it's Stephen Moffat's wife. All the writers for Sherlock. Sweet. Yeah, um, I was. I, I tweeted it when I found out about it last night, which was like 15 minutes before it happened. And then I live tweeted some of the highlights from the audience and everything. All right, so here's the funny thing. Uh, first of all, if you didn't know, Mrs. Moffat, yeah, sat on her toffet, I guess. Um, if you didn't know, <laughs> yes, uh, this weekend, polemic turtle, welcome, polemic. What do turtles have to be polemic about? I was thinking pole mic turtle. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. You know you're an academic when you see that. You automatically think polemic. You know you're an audio guy when you look at it. Think pole mic. <laughs> I'd rather think pole mic, actually. Um, yes, as Plea McTurtle points out, Sherlock comes to PBS this weekend. So if you haven't seen the, the second set of Sherlock episodes, four, five, and six, um, which, like in Star Wars, are the best ones, and, uh, and the first three are amazing in Sherlock. And four, five, and six are just 
cracking amazing. So Sunday, May 6th, this week, and then the two Sundays after, they're going to be airing them for the first time legally in the U.S. So catch it there. But anyway, so last night there was this live streaming event on uh, PBS, and it was insane. Uh, there's a, a Twitter account called Sherlockology, all one word, and they tweet, uh, it's just kind of a... Uh, group of people I think who work on the show and basically they tweet on behalf of the show different events that are coming up of interest so I went to the live chat and I used the Facebook uh, app to log into the little streaming chat and it was moving so quickly that you couldn't even <laughs> read what was on the screen it was just it was just scrolling like if you could imagine what it would look like if it was already pre-typed and you were just scrolling down the page as fast as you could that's what it looked like and uh, so eventually I just logged out of the chat because there was no point um the video crashed a couple of times, but... All right, so get this. Um, this is in New York City yesterday. And uh, first of all, Benedict Cumberbatch looked exhausted. I mean, <laughs> he, he, he looked good physically, but you could just tell his mannerisms. He seemed very tired. And uh, I don't know if PBS has ever done a sort of thing like this, like a live stream with people who that have that much appeal to, you know, people under 80 or not. Um... But I think that PBS's live streams tend to be a little bit more subdued than this. And uh, instead, this this place in New York City was packed with, like, it had to have been a couple of thousand screaming, squealing 30-year-old white women who look like Velma from Scooby-Doo. So basically, people like me. Uh, you could tell. You just look out in the crowd. 30-year-old white women, all of them, you know... Uh, sensible shoes, you know, brown hair, glasses. It was like librarians, teachers, you know, like college students, writers, like <laughs> Top Gun says Raymonis. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's flipping out and it was like a freaking Beatles concert because people were just going Who was there? Who was there? Someone was there? <laughs> um Raymani was there? Oh my god, that's awesome! Yeah, that's cool. Okay, so um, anyway, so all these screaming women, and and it's so funny because I was thinking, all right, we'll get some, we'll get some good questions, and it just it turned out to be like if you've been to like Comic Con or one of those fan conventions or whatever, and you get somebody who's um really really big, like. Angelina Jolie at Comic-Con and what happens is all these people who are normally like really pretty self-possessed and intelligent they just end up asking things like you know I love you what um and then they they shout out to all their friends and then at the last second they're like what was your favorite scene in season one you know and I was really I was a little bit disappointed because the the I don't know they were kind of fangirls but it was so funny because they were all like you know, in their 30s. I mean, they were all like exactly this group that I belong in, you know, these, um, apparently I'm part of this, this group that's sucked in by Benedict Cumberbatch. But, um, but all the people in the chat were like, Ben, oh my God, he's so cute. Benny. Oh, Benny's speaking. What did he say? Oh, look at his hair. <laughs> I was like, wow. You know, these are like when you see the new kids on the block reunion concert. And, uh, you know, all of us who like liked new kids the first time around go back to the concert and the new kids are like 50 years old and all of us are like just behind them. It's really funny. Um, the two unexpected things uh, or one unexpected thing, the woman who is moderating from PBS, 
Um, my understanding is that PBS's average viewership is something like on the age of like 86. And uh, I think that it was normally like 171 average, but because of the children's programming, like Sesame Street, it brings it down to about 86. Um, who's saying I'm Satan? Why do you say I'm Satan? Why am I Satan? Because you are. I don't, well, I don't yeah. understand. Um, OMG, Audra is Satan. Whatever. Yes, Gwen's, Gwen's dad is right. So the, the PBS moderator, um, someone asked, uh, you know, for the whole panel, what was your favorite scene in, you know, series two? And she said, well, it was watching Cumberbatch or watching, watching Sherlock, watching Sherlock from behind. And everyone's kind of like, Wah! and then like before, you know, there was this moment of silence. And she's like, and also watching Irene Adler from behind. <laughs> and this is the PBS moderator, this woman who, who looked a little <laughs> nice. like if, if Helen Mirren kind of grew her hair out and put on glasses. I was like, you go. That was awesome. It was it was just hilarious. And so I'm like, I wonder what kind of other live streaming events they have on here, you know? And New York Times had a whole bunch of them. And I clicked on the next one that was going on at the same time in a different location. Like, I don't know what city, but I clicked on it and I'm like, oh my God, that's Margaret Atwood. And the Facebook chat had three people in it who had left 45 minutes earlier and the viewership, like, it didn't even say how many people were viewing. Like, the Sherlock one, it was, like, three thirty five hundred, four thousand viewers, you know. And and here's Margaret Atwood talking to these three guys from PBS. And she's rambling on, which is funny because I love <laughs> Margaret Atwood. But she's rambling on about something that just doesn't even matter. And then she makes a crack about how boring she's being. And the guys, they don't even appear to be in the same reality with her. And they have glasses that... They look like the guy riding the slowmobile in Futurama. <laughs> and this guy's like, if we could now take a, a, a question from, from the audience, I, I, I believe if, yes, yes, could we get a, a microphone for, yes, from the audience? And, and this goes on for like 30 more seconds while oh, Margaret God, Atwood is like battling. That. And there's nobody in the chat. And there's one message that someone left 45 minutes before saying, Unfortunately, Atwood's the low point of this conversation. I was like, <laughs> what is this? Click back over to the, the Sherlock window and everyone's, the screaming just overwhelms my laptop. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> anyway. No, I'm sorry. You're not Satan. You're Ori, apparently, in the chat room. Why? Hallowed why? Are the okay. Why <laughs> nice were people hallowed are the Audrey? How hallowed are the Audrey? I'm going I back to say that quote. Uh, Posterior oh, broadcast that quote systems. you had in GWC yet. this last week with the the Ori drop in in huh? that sentence was. Oh, was I brilliant. said I'm playing Ori's advocate. Yes, Ori's <laughs> advocate. I, I was I was listening to that and I like nearly fell off my ball listening to that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, um, Casilda and Cluecasm are saying read Margaret Atwood. Yes, Margaret Atwood is the bomb. Now maybe not conversationally but in writing she's freaking amazing and if you don't already know uh well first of all she's canadian which means Woo! she's amazing um and if you don't already know she wrote a book uh what i don't know if you guys know probably one of you guys knows the, the date but i want to say it was like in the 70s or 80s but she wrote a novel called the handmaid's tale and it's a a sci-fi novel essentially i mean it's about a dystopian future where women <laughs> essentially uh, it's a feminist novel about a dystopian future where women basically become literal property. And yeah, 
Hey, Sam. <laughs> uh, Catherine says, my mom read The Handmaid's Tale right before giving birth to me. You know what my mom, uh, what media my mom consumed right before giving birth to me? I don't know if like in the moment, but um, Mommy Tell Dearest. No, no, the movie. She saw the movie Mommy Dearest. And she didn't tell That's me this until up. I know, until I was like nine or ten. And she said, I wanted to name you Audrey Rose. But she said, um and because I have an aunt named Rose and she went, you know, and she said that she changed my name essentially when I was born because I think the the character or one of the characters in Mommy Dearest was called Audrey Rose and it freaked her out. So now you're named after that TV show, that character from that TV show. <laughs> oh God, no. Um, uh, Big, Big Valley. Isn't the U.S. the Canadian dystopia, says Polly McTurlin. I thought we well, were Canada's well, yeah. pants. Yeah, pants don't have to be clean. Oh, sorry, Catherine. I meant Clucasm. Carrie would have been nice. I don't get it. Like if my mom was watching Stephen King. Yeah. We were just listening. You had this awesome monologue going and we were thinking about just like going down and like, I don't know, hanging out or something. We'll play Minecraft. (laughs) (laughs) Well, fuck that. You know, you're playing Minecraft right now anyway. I was not. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) Yeah. So it, it was weird. And, and and that that was I I don't know where well so I asked my parents where did you get the name Audra from and my mom and dad had told me this since I was like small several times oh you know we heard it in a love song and it was really nice and we were driving down the road we heard it in a love song and we looked at each other and we said that's the name and I was like and I I believed it I was like oh that's that's a great story you know and then so I get in college and for the first time when I'm like 19 somebody says to me hey, are you named after Audra on that show Big Valley? Which I've never seen, but apparently is like the Beverly Hillbillies kind of. They're like, are you named after Audra on Big Valley? And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I had never heard it before in my life, right? So like four or five more times in that same year, people come up and and I meet them at at school or whatever. And they say, oh, like in Big Valley. I'm like, I have no, what is going on, you know? And I'm like, this, this show, like I'm named after some hick in like, you know, the Beverly Hillbillies version of, you know, the, the generic version of Beverly Hillbillies. And Played by Linda Evans. Really? Yeah. Oh my. And Audra uh, Barkley, 112 episodes, 1965 to 1969. I linked it in the chat. I'm sorry. I was just reading Gwen's dad saying that his wife writes slash fiction. Oh my. <laughs> Why not? Okay. So anyway, a young, hot Linda Evans. Um, yeah, okay. So I get it could be worse, right? But I was thinking, like, what is this? And then so around that time, I was like 19, 20, when like eight people had asked me in the last year and I'd never heard it before. I was on the phone with my mom and I was like, Mom, you remember you always said that you guys deigned me after this love song, right? And she's like, yeah, and something else. I'm like, what? And she's like, well, that show Big Valley. And I was like, no, no, I had a romantic story, you know? And then my dad told me that they didn't name me until I was like three days old, but he was probably lying. I don't know. Can you imagine being three days old and your parents not having decided on the name? I'm sure it happens, but I just don't know. When is Linda Evans not hot? I don't know what Linda Evans looks like. You could Google her. I'm doing that right now. 
Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know who that is. Cool. Oh, she looks great. Yeah. Every single image that came up on Google search looks hot. And they all look like they're from about six different decades. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a glamour photo from the 70s. You can tell which decade it's from, from where the hair sprouts on the head. Like in the 70s, <laughs> the hair sprouts high and center. Like a mushroom, high and center. I had to do this uh, um, as as part of the whenever you take psychology classes at at UTD anyway UT Dallas, um, you have to actually um, you have to participate in studies. That's how they get people into the studies, right? Is you have to have two experimental credits whenever you take a psychology. So I took statistics for psychologies for psychology, but yet I had to I still had to have two credits. Some of that compulsory volunteerism, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Voluntold. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody does that. It's kind of cool. And, and admittedly, the two that I participated in actually weren't bad. They were pretty cool, and the people who did them were pretty cool too. But the one that I had to do was really I did uh, yesterday was really a little bit freaky. Uh, it was cool in that they were trying to um, they were trying to understand what how we recognize uh, age and gender in speech, like to in order for a lot of reasons, right? To be able to create better speech synthesis and to create better uh, uh, speech recognition and that sort of thing. So the way the study worked was they played um, they would play these children saying this syllable for you, and it was like wah or something like that you know it was just this syllable and uh um or woo or something like that and and then you had a little slider that you had to slide between five and 18 to to show what you thought the child's age was and then you had to indicate your confidence with that and uh you know at first it's kind of okay right because you had this little kid go woo, and you like listen to it and you pick one right and then and then another one another one but there were 417 of them so, like, by the time you've been there for 45 minutes listening to, woo, you know, over and over again, it stops being cute. You know, like, uh, about 200 in, you're like, hmm, let's see. I think what really makes me recognize the age is, like, the, you know, how accurately they pronounce the syllable, because some of them sounded pitch-shifted, you know? Yeah. And uh, and then by 300, you're, you're like, I'm not going to click random stuff. I'm not going to click random stuff. <laughs> this is somebody's work. I'm not going to fuck it up, you know? Yeah. And and by the end, you're like, thank God I'm done with this. But it was creepy. All the little kids, I still hear a little kid, woo. <laughs> kind of fucking with my head. And then the other one that you volunteered for was the uh, the effects of negative reinforcement on ESP ability. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They come out and like whack me upside the head every time I couldn't pick. Yeah. Nice Ghostbusters reference. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> I got it, but All I couldn't I heard think was of a great whack way to... and head. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone got something out of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what we call a win in the podcast world. Actually, the other one was was a chess study. It was it was uh, trying to recognize uh, whether a piece was in check when the board was turned around different ways. Oh, that's cool. It was, actually. BitShift says, and you think the experiment was just about baby sounds? With a <laughs> wink. You know what I bet it was? It was probably an experiment registering the uh, the paternal instincts of males between the age of, you know, 20 and 50 or something. When exposed... Result, they suck. <laughs> when exposed to the constant, you know, constant syllabic baby stuff. No, because they were older <laughs> kids, too. You know, some of them were like... Ew, somebody just woo. said multiple rat tails. 
You know, what's what's really awful is that multiple rat tails in hair is far more disgusting than multiple rat tails on rats. What if they're dismembered from the rats and presented on the back of someone's head? That wins. Still less gross That's than hair creepy. grown out into... <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Casilda <laughs> says, see Chilean men's hair circa 2004. Yes. Oh, my. Um, so, yeah, in the 70s, your hair sprouts from the center, high in center, right? Like right. at the top of your head, like a little bit behind where you'd hit it with a soccer ball, if you're hitting the ball. And in the 80s, um, where does it sprout from in the 80s? I'd say it sprouts from both sides and, feather, high. <laughs> and feathers backwards. Yeah. yeah. And then in the early 90s, it sprouts... See, every next-gen Trek villain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rachel says mega bangs. Yeah, in the 90s, it sprouts directly across the top of your forehead and goes straight up about nine inches before flopping over. Mm. At least for women. What sprouts from both sides? <laughs> <laughs> Perihelion. Wait. Lil Too Clinical had a mullet? Really? Yeah, you know who else? Default Prophet said only if there's a feather. Uh, that's true. That's what I meant. But th- both sides, both feathering back. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, who else had a mullet was uh, Everybody. Sean. <laughs> Chuck, you had a mini mullet. I did. <laughs> a mini, what is so, a mini okay, mullet? <laughs> you know how Jerry Seinfeld used to have the haircut that was like, it was a short haircut, but it had that little like Egon curl in the back? Yes. Chuck yeah. had that like in 90, 90, right? Yeah. Egon and Seinfeld. I don't know. That's, that's pretty good company right there. Yeah. It could be worse, right? Harold Ramis, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. It could work. I was actually thinking of the cartoon Egon, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it would be a white one, too. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Rachel says she had a curly mullet. My, mine was not cool. Trish said she had a femme mullet in the 80s. <laughs> a femme mullet? <laughs> Two mullets facing each other. <laughs> uh, mine so, was not cool. It was funny. Before that, I, I had the uh, kind of little white man fro sort of thing going that that uh, is was popular a few years ago, but it was not popular <laughs> at the time that I had it. Klukasm says the femmel it was a big thing among my people about two years ago too. <laughs> you know what, DP, if you had a buzz cut growing up, then you always looked almost futuristic. So there's nothing wrong with a buzz cut. It can never really look bad. Mm. Um Casilda said that she had a terrible mushroom haircut in second grade, but at least it wasn't a mullet. Um I had a mushroom haircut in eighth grade, so that's the worst thing. Um also went for Chris Hardwick in the late 90s. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Hardwick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but having a mushroom yeah. haircut is okay. Yeah. Having a mushroom haircut is I okay when you're guessed. in second grade. Really? No. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, a set agreed, agreed on what? <laughs> Hardwick is hot. Yeah, yeah. That's she true. just saw him. Yeah, she got one of the great uh, pictures. With uh, Hardwick and uh, Matt Myra. It's pretty cool. Yes! It's in, her twi- it's in her tweet stream if you want to check it out. Uh, in in Trish's? No. Uh, in a set? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. 
I think, I think Trish is going to go see him too. She's like, it's also on my Facebook. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Trish is going to go see him tomorrow night. That's awesome. Yeah. We get to see him in, uh, crap. July. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Clucasm. That does sound kind of terrible. Actually the plaid. I never, I never got into the plaid. I mean, Okay, I, I wore it a little bit, but I never really got into it. Mm. Just, I don't know. It's a bad memory for our people, <laughs> says Sam. I love that, like, our people. So, but it, found, it sounds like Taylor Imogen talking about the Athosians. <laughs> Lobster is now apologizing for calling you Satan. <laughs> I don't understand. Don't apologize. I don't never understand apologize. why you called me Satan in the first place. What did I say? Like default I think, said, it's the horns. <laughs> I, I, I'm hoping I'm thinking that he was having audio difficulties with Ustream. Oh, and he, I think it, uh, it says something about everything being pitch shifted down. Oh, so you were like, oh, I am Satan. Like those freaky laughing baby videos. Uh, <laughs> I'll get you, get it. <laughs> Linda Evans would look exactly like, like that. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, Tano. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Juan does an awesome Dr. Claw. <laughs> Wasn't that Batman, says Barry Leon? <laughs> you know what would be great would be to pitch shift Batman up. I'm going to do that. Hey, Batman. Is he meowing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> meow, meow. <laughs> meow, meow. What's meow, meow? Oh, my God. I haven't seen that Big Bang yet. Uh, Nick says, Penny huffed voice deepening gas. <laughs> no, <laughs> I have not what seen that What is this? On, on the newest Big Bang, Oh, I it guess. must have been. It's tonight. It may, he must have just watched it. Yeah, that's while we awesome. we recording Save Eureka. I can't wait to see it. God, Big Bang is awesome. It's I just, know. it keeps getting better, I think. Yeah. That's how Kathleen Turner sounds now, says Top Gun. Demi Moore. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Oh, a set had the little red fro, and she says, all the cool upperclassmen started singing Annie's Tomorrow at me. Still hate that song. <laughs> That's quality. Yeah, um, I had that, that mushroom fro thing in eighth grade, and I didn't mean for it to happen. I mean, what, what happens you just trip is, and fall well, and my, accidentally get a mushroom? F- well, you know, when you have... Uh, a set understands this, because when you have really curly hair, her her hair is curlier than mine, even. But... When I, like, if my hair gets short, which it probably won't get that short again, but when it gets short, it curls up very similar to a set. I mean, it, it just turns into, like, a fro almost. I mean, it's super, super curly. And the shorter it is, the curlier it gets. So you think that you're cutting it to, like, you know, just to your shoulders, but then when it curls up, it, like, clings to your head and you look like, you know. That was cool. Ball of curls, exactly. Ooh, tell him about the uh, tell him about the Dilbert triangle haircut. Oh God, that was awesome. It was not awesome. It is now. It makes Wait, for what? a funny story, but it was shitty. But it's awesome now. Yeah. So this is like in. It's over. I don't know. It was probably like in two thousand two or two thousand three or something. I, I went to get my haircut, and the lady who normally uh, cut my hair just was out or something, and I, I just walked in, and. Um, 
Oh, actually, no, she was there, but she was doing something for someone else, like a, a perm or something that required like more of her attention. Right. So she said, well, you know, let my other lady Never. Uh, cut the hair for you. And I was like, okay, you know, how hard could it be? I just wanted like a, dun, all, dun, I, dun. all I wanted to do was have her take oh, like yeah. cut one inch off of like this, what I already had. And by you know? one, you meant five. Yeah. And, and I don't know what the deal was. You know, the lady, she didn't speak a lot of English. And her her first language was something that I couldn't even try. It was like, I don't know if she's, I think she might have been Korean or something. But so I, I explained, I'm like, just, just trim a little bit, you know. And uh, I don't know what happened, but, you know, she started cutting and I was like, wait a minute, this doesn't seem right, you know. Huh. And then my head felt really, really light. And I was like, oh, crap. Uh-oh. And mm. <laughs> I'm looking at the chat <laughs> Barry Helian's like, if I cut it too short, I look like a monkey. <laughs> I hope you're talking about hair on your head, not those baboons with the pink butts. Um, but yeah, I mean, my head felt really light. And I was like, oh, crap, you know, and I put on my glasses because I can't see anything without them, you know, and you have to take them off and get your hair cut. And I put them on and I was like, holy crap, like she took off like five inches. I mean, it was, it was like... If it was not curling at all, it would just bear like it wouldn't even touch my shoulders. And the problem is it got it was really dry and like frizzy. So it looked like Alice. Alice. Oh yeah, from Dilbert. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and I <laughs> Top Gun. That horrible sinking feeling when the chair gets wheeled around and you see the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it was horrible and I came home. And I couldn't, I tried to like tie it up and I couldn't, it wasn't even long enough to tie back. And, uh, I was like, crap. And I, I got home and Chuck was sitting at his, comp- what is this? What did you link? Oh, the link didn't work for me. That better not be a picture of me. Um, oh, it, it must be from Dilbert. Um, yeah. So I come home and Chuck's sitting at his computer and, and I'm like hiding around the corner. He's like, what's going on? Is everything okay? And. I'm like, no. And he's like, let me see. And I step out. And he just looks at me and tries not to laugh. He's like got this smirk <laughs> on his face. And I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> and I'm like, I look like the lady from Dilbert. And he's like, bah! <laughs> <sighs> it was horrible. And it took, it was like six weeks before I could even like tie it back. It was so short. I mean, it literally looked like Alice. She had like a triangle on her head. It looked, yeah, it looked like a, a triangle hair. I'm like, I look like Christopher Columbus. <laughs> 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 it was horrible. It was pretty funny. We call him for Baldrick. <laughs> what? Baldrick. What yeah, about, what about yeah, Baldrick? Never mind. It was a long shot. Never mind. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, thank you everybody for sending me uh awesome like goodwill for my last stats test today. I think I did pretty well. Nice. Yeah, yeah you're you're yeah. done with that now, right? I am. I am. Though I have to Ooh. admit I I was uh, I was eating lunch afterward and I was watching Mythbusters. And uh I I couldn't I I saw that it was the one from relatively recently that have been sitting on the DVR. It was, uh, 
It was the 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 gender thing they were doing where they were testing like some of the standard myths about men and women are better at certain things. That was only a couple of weeks ago, I think. Right, it was pretty recent. And and they were doing the uh the driving portion of it where they had uh where they had these men and women that were selected supposedly as relatively experienced but kind of average drivers and uh and got them out to do this driving test and while they were doing the driving test they they dressed them in these big like fire suit things with fake boobs on the guys so that you literally couldn't tell in these ski masks and everything so you couldn't tell who they were and then had them run the course with this instructor that graded them so afterward they uh, they showed the scores on the screen and there were 10 in each group and they showed the scores for each of them right right and then they they showed the averages and uh, the first thing that I, I thought was, those averages don't look right, you know? Right. And then they were like, yeah, and see, and the, you know, the men scored better or whatever. And I'm like, man, there's a lot of, this is horrible. You know, you just come out of statistics. I'm like, there's a lot of variance in there. that is not i don't think that's significant you know and you're thinking you know what probably i would say driving probably ability probably follows a normal curve right so you're like you know i'm literally and it pisses me off so bad because i'm literally not even thinking i'm like huh so i grab a notepad from beside me and i do a t (laughs) i do a t test for independent means right because you've got i'm like i could figure this out you know so i do and and number one, uh, their means were both wrong, which means either they weren't showing the information that they were talking about, which is probably the case, because I can't imagine that they would miscalculate something that well, obvious. Well, yeah. Well, one thing is, I mean, on some of the behind-the-scenes episodes, if you watch them, they say, yeah, we do a lot more tests than we show on screen, and the final numbers are reflective of that, not necessarily the tests that we show. I, I would, which you would hope. I mean, but they which show. Which you would hope. They, and second of all, it hasn't been science on Mythbusters for about six seasons now. <laughs> well, they they literally showed like a, uh, a, a, they showed 10 scores for each group on an average. And I'm like, okay, well, we have two groups of 10, you know, and they're separate groups. Uh, hell, I can do this. So I sat down and I figured it out and I did it. And sure enough, uh, it would not be statistically significant. Not even close. <laughs> Not even at the point one probability would it have been have been uh, close. And uh, anyway, so the, yeah, yeah, that was it was bad. I'm like, and I have the little sheet I did it on. I'll, I'll, I'll stats post. has ruined you for MythBusters. <laughs> <laughs> they keep saying, "Well, it doesn't seem significant." I'm like, "What do you mean, seem? We can figure this out." <laughs> you know what? No, no, no. Gr- Grant's description on tabletop of what MythBusters is is more accurate than you know science for for the masses blowing it's, shit up we blow shit up in the name of science nice. which is cool i have no problem it's, with that i know i i don't have a problem it's a hilariously entertaining show but you know it's you know don't, don't think that this is a comprehensive study by any means you know the thing yeah, is table, though, it, tabletop is awesome it actually Hip-hop really was awesome. yeah. It was pretty much. I thought it was a pretty decent little test, actually. I mean, if they had had enough number to get enough power to be able to do it, they probably it would have been a, a pretty decent they test. They did it for thousands of people over the no, course no, of no. years. <laughs> you wouldn't need thousands of of people. You wouldn't. Yeah, maybe. Perihelion says, "Did you know that eighty-seven point five percent of all yeah. statistics are made up on the spot?" Probably twenty or thirty people would have been enough to 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 really show. Gwen's dad says at Fox it's more like ninety seven percent. I'm sorry. Yeah, they let a few percent accidentally get through, right? <laughs> Just by random chance. 
They make a mistake yeah. and, and actually report a truth. Wait a minute. That happened? Oh, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> Most people have no idea, Caselda, what grading on a curve means. They think it means add points to my score. Yeah, I know. The last I, I, fucking I mentioned, thing in the world you want is to be graded on she's a She's like, I love explaining to them why I never grade on a curve. And I'm like, yeah, me either. Because that's not cool. I, they, I just... I, driving. You know what? That's like, that's like, what they do is they have experiences in high school where like some teacher says, oh, I'm going to grade on a curve. And what they think that means is taking, subtracting the highest score from 100 and adding that to everybody's score. What? They think that's what it means because a lot of high school <laughs> students do that. I don't know much about that, but uh, that sounds wrong. <laughs> really grading on a curve means taking the scores and spreading them across a normal curve and and. If you are in, you know, a certain... I got something you can spread across a curve. <laughs> different, you know, if you're within a certain standard deviation group, you're in, you know, you get an A and a B and a C and a D and an F, you know. Under the correct one is I got some curves you can spread across. There you go. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Too late. Except my curves are not normal. My curves are good. Too good, good, good. late. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Hey, no way. You mean gunk 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 meow yeah there you go now you've got it Rachel says I'd cross the street for Christina Hendricks I got a I got a a picture autographed by her for Audra one time and all I said was thank you. For autographing the picture. <laughs> He's like, it's all I could say. No, I just, I, I can never, I mean, you always want to have this awesome moment, but you, what are you going to do? You know, I don't have anything to say. Hey, you're really cool. <laughs> DP says, cool. I'm Bye. not. DP says, I'd cross the country for Christina Hendricks. That's how dedicated I am. <laughs> I did not hear or, or see the dubstep meow mix commercial that everyone apparently saw, but I wish I did because it sounds awesome. I could do my impression of what I think it might have sounded like. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, forget it. <laughs> Stargate Pioneer sploosh. <laughs> there he goes, oh, it's the 40 minute mark. <laughs> yeah, it is too. <laughs> Damn. A Clinique ad. <laughs> oh, sorry, it so man. is. They're currently discussing if you could handle, if, if one could handle as much boob as Christina Hendricks. You know what, though? It was cool. Right before me in line, a couple of people before me in line, the autograph line, was this, like, it must have been like a 12, 11, 12-year-old girl who, mm-hmm. who was there to see her. And uh, and she was, Christina Hendricks was really nice to her. He, like, talked to her for, like, five or ten minutes and, like, uh, posed for a picture with her. And I don't know, it was just really, um, I don't know, good role model for her was nice. That's, that's awesome. That's cool, yeah. It was. It was one of those things where you're like, that's awesome. Make up for earlier in the day when that same 12-year-old girl tried to get an autograph out of Cavill and just got all skeeved at. I didn't no, go no, to no, get no, an no, autograph no. from Cavill. <laughs> his, his yellow curled fingers. <laughs> nasty. Well, uh, Audra was waiting to talk to him and then decided not to. I was over talking to, oh crap, what's his name from... Uh, oh yeah, um... Crap, what is his name? Bob Dole? <laughs> no, the guy, uh, he was on... He was on uh, Spin City. Barry Bostwick. Yeah, I'm Barry so Bostwick. Barry Bostwick. Yeah, yeah. I was close. 
All right, stop bashing on Olivia Wilde in the chat. I see what you're doing. And Sandy started it because he knows they're he's talking trying to, about a pillow fight between Christina Hendricks and Olivia Wilde. Yeah, and 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 they're starting to say like bad stuff about Olivia Wilde because Sandy started it because he's trying to troll me. You trolling again? <laughs> I'm just like it's my place to hate on the chat room, not the other way around. <laughs> this is my fantasy, not yours. <laughs> Only allowed one troll. Yep. The troll <laughs> position is filled. Sam says, "I wish boobs could really be and, detachable." And, and he's here right now. <laughs> Doing How's a great job. <laughs> if I was a chick, I'd stand... Did you see DP's uh, Twitter pic on, of, of his, his, his long hair? That was cool, actually. I thought that was cool. I'll Which one go. were you looking at? I don't know. The Jesus pic. Uh, the one where he's looking to the side or the one where he's looking right at the camera? Looking right at the camera. Okay. If I was a chick... I'd stand in front of the mirror naked and look at myself all day long. <laughs> <laughs> you are a chick. No, it's from Wayne's World. <laughs> I'm just like, now you know why I don't have any time. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I got all that grading done, but I was too busy looking at myself naked in the mirror. <laughs> Asset says, done it. I wasn't impressed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it was funny. <laughs> Perihelion. How do you guys even get out of the house? Um, Clue <laughs> has him. I use that excuse all the time. John, John Lobster, go on. <laughs> go on. Go on. Go on. Oh, J Bob's got to head out. Oh, and we'll hold for a moment while Chuck prepares. Top Gun says, I'd never leave the shower. I'd be all pruney. <laughs> 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 I love that J-Bob has his own theme. <laughs> oh my. A set's, I think a set's right on there. You know, it was funny. Uh, I was down in Dallas today and I was headed back home and I was leaving um, I was leaving a parking lot and this uh, this woman was walking walking across the, the parking lot entrance or whatever so I was waiting for her to cross. And it was so weird because it was like this this woman who's probably like in her late 20s and she was um, Indian, she appeared and uh, like a businesswoman and she had on like um, like a blazer and skirt. But for some reason, she just looked like glorious. I mean, she looked like a model or something. And I just like watched her go by. I'm like, wait a minute, what am I doing? <laughs> it was so funny though. She looked like, I don't know, she, it was just like the most attractive woman in a business suit I'd ever seen. And I'm like, Wow, I wish I had a butt like that. <laughs> yeah, and a long jacket. Catching, catching up on the chat here. I went down to Dallas. Finish the bottle of wine. There you go. Nice. Achievement unlocked. Crunked. <laughs> Casilda says, hmm, suits. I love wearing suits. <laughs> Rachel's. They, they look awesome. Rachel says, I will never not have a detachable shower head again. <laughs> oh, my God. Casilda replies to that with dot, dot, dot. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, um, one, of my, one of my students who's uh, a little bit older than me was working at a pharmacy for a long time, and she was sharing this funny story today like right before class about how there was a woman who called into the pharmacy once and was like screaming at the pharmacist with anger because 
her husband's uh, Viagra had run out of uh, refills and they had to like send it into the doctor and it was going to be like a couple days before they could get the refill. And she was like, you don't understand. Yes, you'll have to uh, hammer them later. (laughs) (laughs) And and and, and there were only like a few people around. So I, I totally shouldn't have said this in class, but it was like, you know, kind of off record. And I'm like, all I can imagine is the pharmacist being like, I'm sorry I can't help you there, ma'am, but we do have a sale on AAA batteries. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> can I at least have a couple of toothpicks and a rubber band? What? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> toothpicks? Is that what you use? No. <laughs> Kier says schlong splint. <laughs> Everyone, Everyone just instantly splints, 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 splints. So make a split, you know, don't split. It's a very small split, so it's kind of a, it's also an insult. <laughs> when you said, I just, I guess the toothpicks confuse me. <laughs> Come on, I threw a diminutive joke in there as well. You, you gotta keep up. Oh, God. Chuck does look great in a suit, Clue Chasm. Thank you. My one suit? <laughs> just not the one you own. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just not the one no, I own. No, I mean, whenever you wear a suit that fits you, you always look great. And one I'll day just, I'll have one of those. great in that suit. I could, like, hop in there with you. <laughs> Magnus. Magnus says, I am a pharmacist, and I'm going to have to try hard not to use that line. Use <laughs> 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 it. it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> little too clinical says my wife just compared the magnum ice cream to the magnum condoms guess i'm not eating a chocolate bar tonight i don't know what that means i'm not eating a chocolate bar tonight <laughs> mm. we're just waiting mm. oh apparently the devil's win game three <laughs> I've playing? never heard of oh, Magnum that's sports ice cream. stuff. Yeah, sports. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I only went to one hockey game <laughs> ever, and it was with my friend Lorenzo. And Lorenzo is this really nice guy who just really likes to start shit. Yep. And uh, um, he and I, so he's like, hey, you want to go? I, he works for a TV station. So he was like, well, I've, uh, I got free tickets to this game, and the guy was going to go with me. He didn't want to go. You want to go? And I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll go, you know. So I, I show up and we go to this game and of course he's wearing a jersey for the opposing team, right? And uh, and and we get there and we're like I don't know probably I don't know, ten feet back from the eyes, right? You know, like you're almost almost we're still pretty much under the glass, you know? Yep. And uh, and in the middle of all of like I don't know like people that have paid a zillion dollars for these seats and are obviously fans of you know the home team and uh, yeah it got uh, it got kind of rough not surprisingly uh, we we got uh, a serious amount of shit on the way in and on the way out and I was fairly certain that we were going to get knifed on the way out. <laughs> What well, is a hockey uh, game? <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah, you know, it's a very civil sport, and hmm. uh, yeah, it was. It was. He got a big kick out of it. It was exactly what he was looking for. But I was like, you know, you're like walking out with your keys you're in like, your hands. When does the first quarter begin? Thinking, How many balls are played with this game? <laughs> yeah, I don't know shit about hockey, so. 
I used to have a hockey jersey because, you know, you just do. I'm but. still thinking about Magnum ice cream. Yep. With a frozen reservoir tip. Yep. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Why is everyone talking and, about hockey? Well, you know, we've just said everything yeah, this we fucking know about hockey. <laughs> That's it. Yep. Yeah, D- DP, DP kind of freaked out on me uh, last week when I told him like, <laughs> that I had not <laughs> kept up with knew it. this season of hockey at all. And and he 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 was like what what the hell blah 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 blah. I'm like, what? I don't know. You know I'm busy doing shit. Yeah. <laughs> Nitwit says when I said the the uh, the frozen reservoir t- tip. Nitwit says I think my vag just shriveled up at that thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! That's that character from uh, Next Gen, right? <laughs> vag <laughs> Picard's girlfriend, Vag. Yeah. <laughs> vag. That's what we always call her, anyway. I'm, I know it is. Moon <laughs> <laughs> Pearl's like Vash, not Vaj. <laughs> totally Vash. Vash. He even says at one time if yeah, he, he calls listens, her he calls her Vash. <laughs> oh my god! Why do I have to do all the digging, Vash? Top guy's a side Vash. Do you like this side badge? Well, you shouldn't. <laughs> oh, God. And yes, I realized after criticizing Wikipedia's English entry on Borges, I did just link to its Spanish entry on the Magnum Ice Creams. I hate it when that happens. Hmm. Go get the snitch. See? Right on topic. Yep. Well, that's what this podcast is all about. Is Jono says, perfectly on topic. Vag get, tries to get a Riza from Picard. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand how important this is. We cannot wait until Monday for the refills. <laughs> <laughs> how can you dislike the term Vag? I'm sorry. I'm not trying to. I mean, I think that every other term out there is just so much worse that that's like the the best. Is anatomically inaccurate. That's that's <laughs> drunk Casilda. I love it. Drunk Casilda is awesome. Oh my god, she spelled a word wrong. <laughs> oh shit! Inaccurate. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> Nitwit says, "I was talking about my veg." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Alert the authorities. Vulva might be a better term. (laughs) Yes, labia lips is redundant. Clearly, clearly Gwen's dad has not seen True Blood. (laughs) I haven't either. He's busy reading his wife's slash fiction. (laughs) (laughs) Officer drops the the Mulva reference. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That's oh awesome. my god! I almost Dolores! spit my I almost spit my tea out. <laughs> Dolores, <laughs> your pee isn't working. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, that's something you should see the doctor about. That's that's not Where good. Wait, what was the other one? Um, there was Mulva and Dolores, but there was one other Gipple. one. Gipple. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
simple. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> oh, you. Yeah, when Carter, when we were joking about that in Eureka, I had that thought. When he doesn't know her name, that's great. Uh, Pudenda. Hang on, I've got to Google that. <laughs> Is that Spanish? Neuterus. Neuterus? <laughs> oh, a person's external genitals, especially a woman's. Synonyms, vulva. Pudenda? That's such a weird word. <laughs> apparently. There. Oh, uh, uh, apparently. It comes from the Latin word for shameful thing. <laughs> it's a Latin word for shame. That's awesome. Wow. Pudendum femininum, woman's shameful thing. See, then I think, therefore, you should not use that phrase. Oh, shit. Yeah, that phrase sucks. Yep. Let's get rid of that one. Yeah, Casilda says it makes Agreed. me think of a word in Spanish that means like, um, shame. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, shame. <laughs> Well, it sounded like it had a Latin root to it. <laughs> Nitwit. What's a Gina? It's a country in Asia where Chinese people come from. <laughs> Dad, what's a rack? It's a country. Now go to bed. <laughs> Probably trying to get out before you quip again. Oh, um, what did I play in words with friends? People are talking about hoochie and stuff. I played... I played the word coochie. Was it coochie? I think. And words with friends took it. They wouldn't take the word Tron. They wouldn't take all kinds of words that I know are words. Well, not Tron, but I mean, they, they wouldn't take other words that <laughs> I know are, are not noun. proper nouns. And yet it took coochie. I'm like, really? And it took fat. Coochie is not. I don't know. Proper it, noun. Took, it took P-H-A-T. <laughs> I know, but it's not supposed to take. Draw something is getting even more liberal than words with friends. You see that today they added Octomom. <laughs> I did not know. That's There's a push funny. notification as a, as a push notification pops up. It's like, hey, we just added the word Octomom. Come check us out again. Like, really? Yeah, Gwen's dad, I'm with you. It won't take the word Jew. It's like, well, Jew is a proper noun, but you know, I, I just don't understand. There are lots of there are lots of nouns that are neither proper nouns nor slang words that Words with Friends does not recognize. But yes, it takes coochie. And fat, P-H-A-T. <laughs> They're secretly pushing a conservative agenda. Don't use them. A conservative agenda. You know how those Republicans like to use the word fat. <laughs> <laughs> That's a threat to national security. You can't use fat. <laughs> In fact, I think it was Mitt Romney who coined the term crunk. <laughs> no, no. That was Newt Gringrich in his speech today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he finally decided it was time to go. Who is uh, Andy Borowitz on Twitter keeps tweeting mean things about him. And it's just, it's so funny, but oh my God. He's like, it's like what is it? Oh, what, when some, you, you treat a campaign like a woman when it's on life support, that's when it's time to bail out or something like that. Oh. <laughs> oh, I know. I was like, oh. Anyone know the Sicilian Whoa. synonyms? Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> there was no lull. You're penguin. <laughs> penguin. That's an awesome word. I love that word. Penguin. <laughs> Crank up the AC. <laughs> you know what that is? It's a penguin threesome. <laughs> what, like between a penguin or between the penguin? Three penguins in the Arctic, like a menage a Where penguin? <laughs> Chuck says y'all ironically. (laughs) (laughs) Danny DeVito had to come up in this conversation at some point. Yep. (laughs) Oh my god. There's your penguin threesome. You know what's funny, DP, is people down here don't think that use is a real thing. They've, they've never heard anyone say it. <laughs> this guy that I used to know back in the, the bulletin board, online bulletin board days, was like, he used to make the joke. Was a ute. <laughs> yeah. The ute of America. <laughs> he used to make this joke about like this speech conversion thing that would, you know, a language converter would convert to... Uh, to New Jersey and it would it would convert you to use fucks <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah I always thought that was good youpers what is youpers is that supposed Pers- to be like you guys youpers oh that is awesome youpers oh people from the upper peninsula <laughs> oh that's great Um, when I was when I was driving uh, up through Kansas at one point here, I saw a signs that said uh, like roadside produce signs, handmade, and it said uh, taters and maters. See you, photo nuts. Bye. The the yeah, sign people bailing early. <laughs> the sign said taters We're and out of here and maters, <laughs> and I'm like maters tomatoes. Seriously, in in East Oklahoma and. Kansas. Is Haley not here? Haley would Haley could tell you. I think People she's probably getting fuck. ready for the Avengers pre- premiere at midnight. I thought you were going to say she's probably getting ready for like uh, like a big project or something. Like, you know, yeah. Everyone's no, 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 no. <laughs> If there is one person who has probably been more excited for this movie than anybody, it's it, it's it's awesome engineering girl. That is awesome. I'm excited too, but not enough to get off my lazy fucking ass and go stand in line for two hours. I gotta work tomorrow. Because <laughs> I suck. Wait, Plus, I would sleep through it. Wait, because I'm old. Did you say totes? My students totes. won't say totes, but I think they think it's too feminine. It's totes redonkulous, is what it is. <laughs> totes? <laughs> Fuck. Redonkulous. <laughs> uh, I, I think the only person I've ever actually heard say. Uh, say redonkulous in sincerity is uh, Raj on Big Bang Theory. I don't get it. What is totes? Totally. Yeah. Oh, it's I've totes never... totally. Oh, I've not heard that. Okay. Totes. Mater, tomater. Yep. 
Master Mater. <laughs> Top Gun is always on on F this week. That's awesome. Because you're older than 25. I guess so. Yeah, we yeah. we always did the old school long form. Like totally. Like totally. You gotta go up at the end. We did say I'm Audi. Terminator. <laughs> Terminator. That's good. This music is like totes ridiculous. This music is awesome. Audi 5000. <laughs> and we'll see you all next week. Totes! Bye, everybody! We're Audi. <laughs>